cliffcentral.com We're going to cry, laugh, and love. And we're going to do it together. The Life with Libang podcast. All right. Okay. Hello. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Wherever you are, whatever time it is in the world, welcome to Life with Lebang brought to you by cliffcentral.com. Today we are doing something so special and so unique. I would be lying if I said I am sitting in this chair and I am completely ready and excited for it. A part of me is scared. I will be honest. But what is nice is that I'm with somebody who knows what they're doing and I'm with a professional. So I feel like my hand would be, will be held in today's show. I'm sitting today with my awesome guest. His name is Arno Stadler and he's, he's not just any Arno, right? He is a man who's been practicing hypnosis on a daily basis and he's been doing this for the last 14 years. Some people are only 14 years old. That's how long he's been at this. So he's a pro pro. He's assisted thousands of clients in overcoming obstacles and achieving their desired outcomes. Arno is also the head of the Mastermind Training Centers, which is the official training arm of the South African Institute of Hypnotism. If you didn't know, well, now you know. And that's also the largest hypnosis training center in Africa. Arno, that is that is freaking amazing. Welcome to Life with Lebang. Thank you, Lebang. It's awesome being here. Thank you for being here. I mean, so the whole idea was to get you onto the show and to chat with you and just to check in, but also the timing of it couldn't be better because Life with Lebang is actually giving away uh, movie tickets to an exclusive pre-screening of a new Ben Affleck movie. It's called Hypnotic. I went to see it and sure, I really sat in my seat and I was like, wow, 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 this is hectic. We need to get a hypnosis in the studios just to unpack some of the, the things that I'm seeing, if it's real, if it's fake. But before we get into the movie and we do all of that, Arno, how did you get into hypnosis as a concept? Is it something that you just kind of knew that you wanted to do? Or is it something that you just desired and you decided, hey, let me jump into that? Or did it find you? Well, you see what happened is um, I was still in high school. Yeah. And I got this book from the library about self-hypnosis. Okay. And this is, I don't want to give my age away, so this a few years ago, <laughs> the other day. Yeah. And uh, um, I learned it. And I don't know where I got the actual persistence from to persist because back then it was very hard. You, ha- you actually had to sit down once a day and tell your right arm to get heavy, for instance. It was called autogenic training. Okay. And then eventually after about six months, I got this much self-hypnosis going. And then very, very little, very little, <laughs> very little, and then the benefits started. Yeah, and it was phenomenal. You know what it did for me, what it did for my academic career, my sure. memory, learning, recall, everything. Sure, was was amazing. And then uh, later on, well, I studied engineering, and then later on, I discovered the institute. Yeah, um, and that we're actually it's possible to to learn hypnosis. Yeah. So the moment I found them, I started my training and I qualified and I started doing it. And you know what? For me, relaxing for a living is amazing. Sign me up. <laughs> that sounds like <laughs> such a nice thing. I mean, Anna, let's be honest here. Um, you know, the average human when you even bring up hypnosis, mm. they probably like sure, you know, sounds like magic. None of that stuff really exists. Until they are actually hypnotized or until they actually see it happening. Um, I remember being in high school and we had gone to 
um, the drama festival and yeah. there was a hypnosis and he was just picking people from the audience and he said, who feels like being hypnotized today? A bunch of people put up their hands and I watched grown men and grown women eating onions yeah. and thinking that those onions are apples. Yeah. And man, they were enjoying them. Oh wow. We that's could- when, that's when I realized, okay, that this is a, it's a thing. Yeah, yeah. And there's a lot of myths around it. And like you mentioned, there's also like a lot of fears uh, around absolutely. hypnosis as they should be. What are some of those common myths that you come across? I mean, in your 14 years of experience? Well, unfortunately, and, and we are going to talk about the movie just now, but unfortunately, the media, when they don't understand something, mm. you know, uh, in movies, series, so on, they like to often call it hypnosis. Okay. So it's almost like, you know, when, when somebody says that's black magic, you know, yes. they, 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 they can't explain it. So it must be, it must be in that unexplained part. Yes. And when you've been doing and practicing hypnosis and doing it for so long, you kind of know it's, it's, it's amazing. It's the closest thing I personally believe we'll get to magic being human. Yeah. But it's not weird. It's not strange and it's not something to be scared of, you know, people, people are often scared of what they don't know. True. Yeah. And yet what's happened is lately over the last five or so years, and especially since COVID, it's almost like people have changed a little bit. Like a movie like this would in the old days would have made people get more scared of it. Yeah. Now it's almost making them curious. Yeah. Like that's fiction, right? So, so where's the truth? It must be somewhere somewhere between yeah you know um and that's what it's about that's what it's about it's 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 actually a a real thing yeah it's just about understanding it Mm. okay exactly so let's 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 chat a bit about the movie i mean as i said i saw it um i think i thought it was quite interesting there's a lot of points in that movie where i'm like is this possible? Is this fake? Is this just a movie being a movie, dramatizing everything? But as far as the definition of hypnosis, hypnosis in therapy is used to recover suppressed memories, right? Or to allow modification of behavior. So how does the lead character, um, Detective Daniel, who's played by um, uh, Ben Affleck, how does he fit in the movie looking at hypnosis as an overall concept? Well, so the first thing that to understand it's true, we can, we can use hypnosis for, for finding repressed memories okay. and, and many other things. Though, um, it's not that dramatic. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> you know, it, it's, uh, it's the way they do it in the movie. And so, so maybe I should just say, and, and this is important, that you can't make somebody do or say anything against their will. Using hypnosis. That's, is, that's what we'd call a superpower, right? Yes, yes. Okay. It's, it's not true. So, you know what? If you imagine an onion, right, with all these layers. And, yeah. And, and, and you got me, it was a hypnotic suggestion. You got me with the onion yeah. earlier. So this is why I'm using an onion. All good. Uh, but by the way, I brought some if you want to, if you want to do that. So, some onion or some apple. Hey, let's be sure. <laughs> <laughs> so any case, um, so if you look at, you know, you, it's got all these layers sure. and it's got a core. Mm. And as human beings, if you look at it as a, a human and the mind as an onion, at the core is self-preservation. Sure. Right? Safety, security, protection. And that is so deeply subconsciously ingrained that like, for instance, in the movie, like, Go rob a bank, right? I hypnotize you to rob a bank. Yeah. Tell me, do you think that would go against a person's personal safety and protection 
programming that's at their core? Do you think they would just go, oh, yeah, I'll rob a bank, I might get shot, it's okay? I mean, it should go against their personal safety and protection at their core. Exactly. Yeah. So we can't override that. Mm. It's just not possible because a person does not want to get hurt. Sure. And the subconscious only wants to protect them. Sure. So at its very core, um, all of that, wherever somebody gets hypnotized, you shoot someone else or jump off a building or rob a bank or, yeah. uh, you know. It's just entertainment. It's entertainment. Yeah. It's not true. Yeah. It's very different though if you look at countries and, and there are movies like that as well where they take kids from a very young age mm. and they corrupt their core. Mm. In other words, they take away their safety. They take away their security. They they kind of brainwash them. Sure. So that is that is something else. But that's not hypnosis, right? That's your spy movies and those movies. Mm. It's not this. Oh no! What what is the big difference between you know brainwashing someone and essentially hypnotizing them? I'm I'm actually glad you brought that up because yes. it's easy to confuse the two. Yes, people often do. So the the important thing about brainwashing is whenever you take somebody's safety and security away, yeah, you know, or their food, or their sleep, any of their basic needs, then they become open mm. to being conditioned, Oof. right? So this is this is almost like torturing somebody, yeah, and then changing, breaking, in essence, breaking their mind to be able to to do certain things you know mm. this is where you have in tv where a kid five years old picks up a gun yeah, yeah you know yeah. for real in war war countries whatever sure that is what happened they were they were conditioned from a young age that's not hypnosis at all that's something entirely different that's that's programming that's conditioning you mm. know brainwashing mm. um and and you know why it relates to the movie now, if you look at with these hypnotics so let's just give it to the movie they kind of steered away from hypnosis yeah i don't know if you've noticed they called uh. them hypnotics right yeah and they tend not to use their word hypnosis much yeah actually yeah 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 You're right so so whoever created this movie kind of had that in mind mm. they kind of already knew that they shouldn't go down the normal hypnosis route because a lot of people are Knowing what hypnosis is by now. Yeah. So they created these people. It's the guy and the lady, right? Yeah. And they were actually part of a government program. Yes. Right? So, so it's almost, that's how they made it plausible. So it's not really hypnosis. It's something else. It's, it's something, something fictional. Else. It's fictional. Yes. I mean, look, it's a movie at the end of the day. Yeah. You're not going to believe everything you see in the film, of course, right? Of yeah. Course. It's just entertainment. Yeah. So, Arno, most people remember everything that happens during hypnosis, right? They remain aware of who they are, where they were, and they remember what happened during a hypnosis session. Where does a hypnosis session start so that a hypnotist is able to guide their minds through the process? I mean, again... As we see in the movies, you get into a room, you lie down on a couch. I mean, I was recently watching a, a, another movie um, where there was a lady who was stirring some tea and she was stirring oh, yeah. it very slowly. Oh. And the sound of the tea being stirred on the cup is what was making the guy in the in the chair almost just like freeze up and yeah. land up in a place called the sunken place. He was basically, his body was there, but his mind was not present. Yeah. So... What, like, how does it actually work, you know, for somebody who has never really understood the concept of hypnosis? And what is the truth around some of those things that we are, we, be, we are told to believe versus what it actually is? Yes, yes. Okay, so the short answer is the hypnosis starts immediately. Okay. Right. And 
So I, I, I'm carefully here because I don't want to freak people out. Right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> like I'm sitting here like trying to pinch myself. Like am I, am yeah, I being yeah. hypnotized right Are you in the, what did you call it? The under, the, the sunken the place. Sunken. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, now it's important to understand that in a hypnosis session, there's a, there's a place or spot we, we, we start what we call induction. Okay. Induction is a process of, of inducing hypnosis. But you know what? Hypnosis is a lot more complex than that. Um, in actual fact, it, it, comes from take grabbing a person's attention holding their attention and building rapport having a connection and then only when you tick those boxes then a person will start being open to be hypnotized else they won't even so i can do a little do you want me to do a little something with you in the audience i mean yeah let's do something uh, with the audience Uh, you know let's go for it you know so i just need to put a little disclaimer here you know like most hypnosis audios if you listen to it it'll always start off don't listen to this while driving or operating any kind of machinery right sure so i am not gonna (laughs) i'm not gonna do hypnosis with with your audience because i know most of them are a lot of them are driving right yeah or some of them are washing dishes or doing the laundry we don't want any mistakes yeah 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 (laughs) so so, so i just want to I'm just want to show you, and this is one of the elements yeah. you need for hypnosis to take place. Okay. It is not actually hypnosis. So I'm not hypnotizing anybody right now. Okay. Right. So one of the things you need to do is you need to focus somebody's attention. So in the movies, and this is where most of the movies get it right, like grabs a lighter or something, said, so look here. Yeah. Right, you see that? Yeah. So, so why do they do that? They focus their attention. They Focusing on their attention is very important. Mm. And it's a step. So as I'm sitting here and you're listening to my voice and we're talking to everybody and we're enjoying this, right? Is it possible for you to become aware of your right foot right now? In other words, what does your right foot feel like? Maybe you're wearing shoe. Maybe you're not, slipper, whatever. Is it warm? Is it cold? Is it tingling? Right. So up to before I started that, did you even notice your right foot? And right now, where's your attention? It's on my right foot. Right? Yeah. So how easy was that for me to focus everybody's attention on sure, something? Sure. So that's just a, that's just a step. Right? So obviously then there would be a next step, which I'm not going to do. Yeah, no, um, please let's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think step one is a nice, comfortable place to land. You know, yes. now we get it. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's getting the, getting the attention. Yes. And it's, then honing in on that. It's an important step. You know, another famous one that's often used is like, do not think of a pink elephant just now. What happened? (gasps) Right. So yeah, got you, didn't I? I just thought of a pink elephant. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Right. So can you see how you cannot act, you can actually focus attention by using what we call the negation. So by negating it, you cannot not think of a pink elephant. You have to think of it in order to take it away. Of course. Right. And this is very commonly used in politics. You know, hey, mm. it must be because sometimes I am just listening to people that I know are lying to my face. Yeah, and yeah. we just continue to believe them. It happens. Yeah, yeah, it happens. So, Arno, is it possible for hypnotists to control their clients or their immediate circle to do what they want them to do? Like you've you've kind of touched on a little bit about how to do it. You just gave us some nice examples, but yes. if you have a mission yeah. and you want to get somebody to think something or do something, is it possible? Yes or no? Let's let's bust bust this myth once and for all. Um, you, uh, have you seen sometimes you buy some tech like, and then it's got a disclaimer with all this fine print like mm, that oh, nobody reads. We cannot confirm or deny this. Ellie. No, sure. no, no, no. I'm joking, right? So, <laughs> so it it. <laughs> 
Um, and no, it's not. You know, you yeah. can't actually control people. This is this is movies. This is just not true. But you can if you if you become affluent in hypnosis. You know what you're doing. You can actually become a much better communicator. Okay. Which means your odds of getting people to follow what you want goes up. A lot. So if you're a boss, you've got some employees, you want to motivate them, you want to get them to enjoy their jobs and, and get results. Mm. You know, one way of doing it is being rude and telling them, do this, do that. You know what? You're going to get a lot of resistance. Mm. They go, yeah, I don't like this boss. Mm. You know, and then they do their work like half. They'll do like bare minimum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you, if you know hypnosis and you know how to communicate properly, you can actually motivate them in a way that benefits them. Sure. So coming back to our onion story, if you want somebody to, to change a behavior, if you want them to, get, oh, whatever, stop smoking, lose weight, um, get rid of their road rage, be nicer to their kids, whatever, right? Those things are possible for us because deep down, this is what everybody wants. So it's just unearthing what's already there. Yeah, exactly. And just like focusing on what already exists versus inserting something that's not there. Couldn't have put it better myself. Guys, I can be a hypnotist. Yes. I can do hypnosis. Yes, yes. I can if I want. Go for it. You know what? We try and hypnotherapy. You're, you're welcome to join us. That also really I found interesting. I didn't even know that South Africa had like a, a hypnotist center. Yes. And that is cool. And the fact that it's been around for that long is also quite interesting. Clearly, there's a market for hypnotists. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm curious about the kind of help that you have offered, you know, some of your clients over the years. I can imagine like parents have probably come to you for some matters or maybe they're struggling with their kids for one or other reason. Um, can you share with us what are some of the ways that you've helped, particularly parents? Because I can just imagine if I've got an issue with one of my kids, I'm obviously going to try a, an array of methods. Maybe yeah. I'll try, you know, Western medicine. I'll take them to doctors. Mm. Da, 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 da. If that doesn't work, take them to an African tr- doctor. If that doesn't work, maybe somewhere on that list is hypnotist, not a hypnotist, right? Yes. So what are some of the ways that you've helped some of your previous clients, especially your parents? Right. So um, it is important to understand that when we work with kids, we often have to work with parents because often they get that behavior or whatever you want to call it from the parents. hundred percent. You know, so I don't want to make parents feel bad, but you know what? Uh, the truth hurts. <laughs> <laughs> the anger outbursts or whatever yeah. it often just comes from the parents. And mm-hmm. that's the example they've had from a very young age. So depending on that child's age, if you work with them and they go straight back into that environment, mm-hmm. guess what? The old conditioning is just going to come back. Yeah. You know, yeah. So so you can't just say, I'll just work with your child. You know, you have to kind of work with a parent as well and get a more conducive environment, mm. right? And and the easiest way to do it is to find out what the child really wants, you know? Okay. So so often what a child wants and what a parent wants, these are different things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So sure. a parent brings in and saying, you know, this, this child of mine is not doing well at maths, you know, just like, can we fix this? And then... You're nice. You say, okay, yeah, yeah. Let me, let's, let me speak to little Johnny, right? Yeah. And now you speak to Johnny and find Johnny doesn't care about maths. The first thing that comes out of his mouth is why? 
Why do I have to do this stuff? I'm not going to use it in my life, mm. right? Mm. So now, okay. Now you go in with hypnosis and you bump up or clash against that belief. It's not going to work. Mm. Johnny is not going to listen to you. So you speak to him and find out what do you want. And he says, you know what? I want to get better at my soccer or my mm. cricket. Mm. And you say, okay, let's do that. And you help him with cricket and suddenly he's just doing great and he's doing amazing. Mm. And guess what? He comes back and he says, oh, now I'm doing greater cricket. I guess we can work on some ads. Sure. I get it. I get it. It's an overall thing, right? Yes. yes. Sure. So now I know who to go to when my kids are struggling with, <laughs> with certain <laughs> subjects. And I don't understand why. But what you said about the parents also participating in the, in the therapy, essentially. Yes. Is so key because mm. a lot of the parents want to remove themselves yeah. from what the child is experiencing exactly. and they believe that it's a, a child facing thing. Mm. Whereas what the child is experiencing in the household, mm. they're experiencing it because of you as the parent. Mm. So there's a big, uh, a bigger thing to be said about, about that. You know, if you're mm. taking your child and you're also going in, if you're ready to go into the sunken place, just be prepared. Absolutely. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about the ethics of hypnosis. I mean, Again, some would say this is not an ethical uh, yeah. medium. How dare you? Blah, 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 blah. Where do the implications become questionable as far as your work goes? Um, actually, again, it's not as dramatic as, as it looks on the movie and how people, um, remember we've all got this ethical compass built in. So, yeah. so we know wrong from right. You know, we've been in society, we've grown up and we've got that compass that programming inside all of us mm. so if a hypnotist and i'm not saying um you know there are hypnotists that's doing it so i'm just making this up like a, a imaginary hypnotist if a hypnotist now did anything unethical in their practice like they try and hypnotize somebody to oh, i don't know rob a bank or something yeah you know what that ethical compass of that person will kick in and that person, their powerful subconscious, remember the core of the onion to protect them? Sure. It'll come up and say, no, sorry. Not doing this. I'm not taking this suggestion. And the person will either reject those suggestions altogether or they'll just come out of hypnosis. Mm. Right? So the ethics is actually not such a big thing as, as people may think because mm. we all have ethics. We all have inner guidance system that's helping us do things in life that's right. Sure. Right? Having said that, you do need ethical hypnotherapists because um, if somebody doesn't have proper training, you, we always say the worst thing that can happen is nothing, right? Mm. So now you have somebody out there, they don't have proper training, they're charging, people are coming in, they're doing fake hypnosis, Heesh. and nothing's happening. You know, now, I mean, that's not ethical, mm. right? That's like mm. people are not really getting help. For, yeah. me, for me, it's about making difference in this world. Of course. Right? I so, yeah. Okay. Let's talk a little bit about the movie again. Um, yeah. I know that when I was watching it, the, the part that really made my heart sore was the fact that, you know, this character, Detective Daniel, his child just went missing. Yeah. As far as the movie develops, his daughter is there one minute and gone the next minute. Um, what methods of hypnosis, what, what methods do hypnotists use to help heal the pain and anxiety of what their clients are going through? I mean, this is, I would say it's a bit extreme, mm. you know, like it's yep. a movie, you know, I've lost my child, my child's got missing, I'm going to go to a hypnotist. Eventually, maybe, but mm. in the case that a parent has tried everything and mm. they can't find their child 
and they don't know what to do. Mm. What, how would you help us? How would you help me if I was your client and these are my, my, my needs? Yeah. Absolutely. So it's important to understand, and I think you've mentioned already, is what is an immediate problem? In other words, a recent trauma. Yeah. So a recent trauma is not in the scope of practice of a hypnosis practitioner. A recent trauma, they need to go to a trauma counselor. Okay. Right? That's something else. Yeah. But this is something that happened in the past, and they are trying to deal with the emotional after effects of the loss or the breakup or, or whatever happened, right? So when it comes to that, we, we help somebody and we connect them to their powerful inner mind, their subconscious mind, mm. and we hold the space where they can find their own healing. And there's a whole bunch of different techniques that we use. And I think one of the ones that's probably most entertaining, so I use that as an example because, you know, we're on the radio, Yeah, um, is something that we call part therapy. So, you know, you go, you go to a restaurant, uh, like you go for breakfast, you go to yeah. Wimpy or wherever, and then there's a part of you that says, you know what, I want the coffee. And then the adult part, and then there's like a child part that comes up and says, I want milkshake. And then you go, well... What do I want? You know, like a cartoons of a little devil and angel sitting on yeah, your shoulders. Yeah, you know, yeah, you yeah. Get that a lot of people on a diet. And, <laughs> <laughs> and then the, the, the adult part say, you know, drink the coffee. It's going to wake you up. And then the child part goes, I want milkshake. Mm. <laughs> it stamps its foot. Mm. Right? So you have this inner conflict. Now, when somebody is, something has happened to somebody in their life, yeah. they often have tremendous inner conflict around that. It's almost like they're fighting in their head. Sure. Like, should I do it? Shouldn't I do it? You know, should I marry him? Shouldn't I? Should I immigrate? Should I stay hey. here? You know, you have this constant conflict going on Back in Back and head. forth, yeah. And it's almost like when there's a strong emotional underlying reason for that, mm. what happens is that this person, this conflict starts using a lot of their energy. So they're fighting so much in their head that yeah. they get tired. Yeah. So they get depleted. They wake up tired. They go to bed tired. They just don't have energy for things anymore mm. because of this constant back and forth, this fighting in their head almost, mm. right? So when somebody comes with something like that and something has happened, we do part therapy where we get the different parts of the person to, to kind of find middle ground almost yeah. like a mediation you know like a salary negotiate i want this i want that okay i give you that what do you give me we find middle ground we do, yeah. and we get the parts of the brain the mind to start kind of being more in alignment mm. and then the inner conflict goes away and then all that energy that that just got used up gets released person feels amazing it feels like they can do things again and their energy sometimes skyrockets so much that they have incredible achievements mm. um, because of the release so when it comes to working with people i think it's important to understand that most people think you have to add stuff you know you have to get better more productive work faster work harder and all of that it's not true you only have to release all of these resources that's been held by faulty software. Hmm. If you release that, this person's capacity skyrockets. So we all have the capacity. It's simply just a case of freeing it up. You know, like you have a computer and it sits over there and you just put some software on it and suddenly it just goes so slow. Mm, like, mm. Or like after a few months, it's like you click and it takes five minutes for something to happen. That's faulty software in the background that's chowing all the machine, the, the, the computer's resources. Yeah. And, and as we grow up, we've got all of these faulty software developing and they're running here in the back and they're using all your capacity and eventually 
life starts getting hard. You know, mm-hmm. and then a person says, "You know what? I need a break. I need a holiday." Yeah. And when they get a holiday and they get out of all these normal stimulus, all these triggers that triggers the faulty software, they go, "Ah, oh, I feel amazing. I feel better." And after about three weeks or so of that, they feel rested. Yeah. And then they come back five minutes in. The boss, the employees, the this, the that. Those programs activate again. Again. And then the energy <sighs> depletes. Oh no! How do we? How do we live our daily lives not in that place of energy being depleted based on unnecessary software that we no longer should even be interacting with? Like, give me tips on how to live that life because that's that's the kind of life that I feel like we should be living. Absolutely. How do I do that? Well, the best solution is to go and see a hypnosis practitioner. I happen to know a very good one. Oh, do you? Uh, yeah, does, yeah, yeah. Does his name happen to be Arno? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, that guy? Yeah, yeah. Actually, I know a lot of them yeah. that we've trained. Um, and, and that would be my first recommendation because that is obviously the most powerful or the fastest way to, to resolve this. Mm. But um, if you want to start on your own, you can actually learn self-hypnosis. So you can learn to start connecting with your own powerful subconscious mind and start resolving some of the things that's holding you back. You see, most people, they don't know this, but they're almost like an athlete that's running with these massive weights on their legs. Sure. And it's just dragging them down. And then they, they kind of, you know, people get hard on themselves. Yeah. And they start like, they're almost like rude. If, if, if you t- Well, if you talk to your best friend the way you sometimes talk to yourself – Oh no, I wouldn't have a best friend anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. It's, yeah. It's, 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 we get hard and we, we, we just kind of almost beat ourselves up. Mm. And when you beat up yourself like that, you actually beating up your subconscious mind, which is like a child. Mm. It's your inner child. Yeah. So the first step is to start making friends with yourself. You know, it's just start like, okay, that didn't go as planned, but it's okay. We'll try you know, again. You know, you, it's fine. Mm. You know, it's not, it's not like the end of the world. And, you know, people get so harsh on themselves and they, they go for perfection. So if they get 99%, it's not good enough. It needs to be perfect. Mm. Guess what? Perfect's not easy, mm. right? So kind of ease up. First off, first off, ease up on yourself. Give yourself a break. Give yourself a chance. And then consider something like self-hypnosis, which is, is, is very similar to meditation in a way. Yeah. And with self-hypnosis, what you do is you actually start programming yourselves through something called affirmation, self-suggestion, yeah. to start releasing some of those limiting things and start going for the things you want in life. Um, yeah, I recommend the the, the Institute's web, website for more info. Yeah, that was actually going to be my final question because the way life is set up, time just keeps moving. If somebody's listening out there right now and they want to contact you directly or they just want to yes. find out more, uh, can they – get you on social media what's the website how do they connect with you absolutely and you go to the website hypnotherapy.co.za uh, just make sure it's not the .com version it must be the coza hypnotherapy.co.za or they can go facebook sa hypno find us over there uh, lots of information lots of detail email addresses are on there contact numbers everything you need Lovely. Sure. So if you have that inner conflict, start with self-hypnosis, right? There we go. I love that. I love that. Thank you so much. Arno Stadler, hypnosis. And he's been doing this for 14 years. And I don't know if I got hypnotized in this episode, but I feel like I didn't. But I definitely did learn a lot about hypnosis as a theory, as a concept, and essentially how it can change your life and make you a better parent, you know, make you a better person, uh, live 
better and freer. So if you are listening and you're feeling moved and inspired, then absolutely, definitely do check out the website that he mentioned. Connect with him. If you want to find out more, you can do that online. Thank you so much for listening to Life with LeBang.